0: The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. TIAA makes you a retirement promise, a promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises off. LinkedIn News. From the news team at LinkedIn, I'm Jesse Hempel and this is Hello Monday. Now, before we get started this week, I have an invitation for you. I hope a lot of y'all have had a chance to check out my new memoir. Regular listeners here know, don't roll your eyes as I announce the title again. It's called The Family Outing. It's from HarperCollins, and Time has just called it one of its 100 must-reads of the year. And that's so cool, but the thing that I like most is actually not being on some list or being covered in some magazine article, but just talking to people who have read the book. So in January, I'm going to hold a book club meeting just for Hello Monday listeners. Anyone who's read the book or who is thinking of reading the book and who wants to zoom in and chat about it. So if that's you, email us at LinkedIn.com and I'll send you all the information. Again, consider this your invitation. Okay, now on to the show. It's our last new episode of the year, and I'm starting today with an exercise. So take out a clean sheet of paper or pull up the notes app on your phone. Don't think about it too much, just set a timer for two minutes. Now answer this one question, what is your purpose? Now if that feels like too broad of a question, here's a definition. I define purpose as the clear,
1: positive intention for our time, talents, energy, and focus for our brief
0: time on planet Earth. That is today's guest, Gina Bianchini. Gina and I go way back. She's an entrepreneur who's been building social software since the very early days, around the time that Facebook launched. Once when I had a career crisis, which honestly was mostly a crisis of self-confidence, I was working with this coach. She urged me to tape the photos of three leaders that I admired above my desk. And Gina, hers was the first in that line of pictures. Gina knows more than just about anyone I've ever met about how to build online communities that reflect people's actual communities. How to make social software that's about people instead of coaxing people to use software. I've always really respected that. Today, Gina runs the company she founded, Mighty Networks. It lets people build their own communities, and we'll talk a bit about that, but mostly we'll talk about her new book. It's called Purpose, Design a Community and Change Your Life. Gina's premise is that so much of our relationship to social media lacks context, and Gina thinks we need to change all that. Quite simply, we each need to find our purpose, and we all need each other, in community to do it. Now, the day that Gina and I had this conversation, she was on her back porch in Palo Alto where she lives. And if you've ever been to this area of the country, you know that it's mostly always sunny. I mean, it really is uncannily always a sunny day in Palo Alto, except for the very occasional rainstorm. And on this day, it was raining. It was so pretty in the background. I remember I could see it and you're gonna hear it too. The little pitter-patter in the background of our conversation. Here's Gina. The best way to find our
1: purpose is by being open to us having multiple purposes and thinking about it in terms of a, a purpose for either a specific set of time or a specific activity. I didn't know what my purpose was until probably a decade ago. And it it has evolved in some really interesting ways. When I look back now on what my purpose is, I can connect the dots going back to a very young age. What I knew was individual pieces. So it's like I knew that I liked bringing people together. I knew that I could walk into a room and figure out pretty quickly like what needed to happen to move things forward. I knew that... I was somebody who could turn nothing into something. And so I basically, and I think this is is—you this is, know, true for so many of us, is we're influenced by the community around us and why it's so important to surround yourself with people that
0: have the habits or the practices that you want. Gina is uniquely positioned to talk to us about purpose. She grew up in Silicon Valley before it was, well, Silicon Valley. And she was surrounded by innovators even if they weren't all building future tech giants in the garage. I grew up in Cupertino. It was primarily
1: orchards when I was there. The origins of Silicon Valley in and amongst, again, these track houses and orchards was one of tinkering, of building. And it was much broader and bigger than engineering alone. So there were, you know, defense contractors and semiconductor companies going back to the 40s and 30s, Hewlett Packard. But what it created was a culture, at least in the 70s and 80s, where people tinkered. So my father was not an engineer, but he actually restored old cars. So classic cars, starting when he was like 16, he was... Somebody who put cars together and restored them from parts, which is how you can have fancy cars on a teacher's salary, which today I look back on that and I scratch my head up, like, how did he do that? And it was all through community that, that these explorations were happening. So whether it was the Homebrew Computer Club, which is, which is how Apple and personal computers got started, or my father and the Model A Ford club that my parents would drive these around, or my mom was really active in raising guinea pigs and having show guinea pigs that we would take various places and show guinea pigs
0: okay that oh can we just stop there a second yeah like okay that is both like the most absurd thing that i've ever heard of and also like the most obvious thing that i've ever heard of because it doesn't matter the medium right the point is the community correct yes if you are raising guinea pigs Wonderful. Raise your guinea pigs. You're not raising them so that their hair will be perfect or their nails will be perfect. You are raising them to be in conversation with other people who love guinea pigs. That is absolutely true. My
1: father even built my mother a guinea pig house in the back yard of our house, which was essentially a shed where the guinea pigs lived. And then when we gave away the guinea pigs at the end of the guinea pig era, it became a place where my father and my brother created these incredible train sets and and train scenes. And so in that environment, there was this celebration of
0: exploration. That celebration of exploration taught Gina something important. Purpose-driven community was kind of magical. Relationships forged around common interests or even common location had real power. People do not discover things by going off to a mountaintop by themselves.
1: It's why we have scenes. It's why you have multiple bands in Seattle all collaborating and competing to create new music and to create new organizational structures or create new kinds of companies or create new kinds of technologies. Just the fact that I was born and I was raised and I was in that particular location where not only did I see the power of community, I was also exposed to the different ways that you could start to create New technologies, and when I fast forward again to to my purpose and how I sort of had all of the pieces come together, it it was really in collecting all of these elements of both being an outsider. I wasn't an engineer. I just basically was always surrounded by people who were mechanical and who were technical and remain actively involved with that, but also seeing it from an outside view from somebody who's like, hey, can we build that for normal people? And that's been one of the real strengths that I've had, which is this ability to bridge technical and non-technical worlds. When it became really clear that social networking became social media and social media was about building the biggest audiences that you could. That it was all about, I talk out at you, you talk back at me maybe, but no, like we stopped meeting each other. We stopped building relationships with each other. I'm like, this is not my jam. About three years ago, I would hear all the time, oh, don't make me join something new. Like I can't possibly join anything new. I'm overwhelmed with all of the things that I have to join.
0: I'm already on Facebook. Can't my Facebook credential just unlock it?
1: Yeah, can't we just do this on a Facebook page? Can't we just do this in a a Facebook group? And, And I think we've now seen where that ends. It ends in division. I actually believe that the answer to social media bubbles is by being in community around a purpose with other people of which some of those communities may be about politics but others might not be about politics at all. It might be about gardening or guinea pigs for that matter. Can we find common ground with other people when we're not trying to live our entire lives without any context? As we've spent more and more of our time in context free environments, which are social media today, we have become more anxious, more depressed more listless, um, more stressed out, and really focused on what divides us and creates our tribe versus their tribe in ways that we're not moving things forward very fast. Progress is getting
0: lost. And here, Gina, I would say that the knee-jerk reaction to that has been, well, forget social media. When in fact there is a, a reaction beyond that, or a path beyond that, one that I yeah. personally believe in fervently, which is why I would want to talk to you, which is, yeah, no, it's not that the internet is wrong. It's that our design has so far failed us. How Correct. can we design something different? How can we design communities with context? The sad thing from my perspective is the people whose answer is, well, I guess you have to take your
1: phone and throw it in a lake. We're not throwing our phones in a lake. We're just not going to do it. So actually the answer is to push past this moment. And the good news is that technology is a- a- around communities. We talk about it as cultural software because it's about designing and scaling culture. These platforms are getting good enough to create the level of interest and excitement. And, you know, for lack of a better way of putting it, dopamine hits that we once got from social media. And is now offering it to creators and entrepreneurs and brands to be able to create a community designed with a intentional culture and a bigger purpose all around, whether it's for your career or whether it's for your health or wellness or other important interests, the ability to actually meet people to build relationships with those people in the context of why we are here together and ultimately create a community or a a network that gets more valuable and more interesting with each new person who joins and contributes. It comes back to fundamentally, we as human beings are meant to have purpose, we're meant to have intention And we are meant to live in community with other people. And those are things that even before the pandemic, we were losing practice. We were losing
0: those muscles. And I think we have a great opportunity to bring them back. If I understand you right, then being in community with people is how we both realize our purpose and express our purpose. Yes, full stop.
1: And And it comes back to what does it mean to have a purpose if you're just kind of keeping it to yourself? Each and every one of us are here on planet Earth to have a clear intention for our time, our talents, our energy, and our focus. And we are meant to turn our purpose into a practice, into action, into challenge,
0: into community, and ultimately into impact. We're going to take a quick break here. When we come back, more with Gina Bianchini. The LinkedIn Podcast Network is sponsored by TIAA. In the last 100 years, we've seen financial markets swing, new currencies come and go, decades of savings lost in days, all showing that a retirement plan without a guarantee, quite simply, isn't enough. So more than a retirement plan, TIAA makes you a retirement promise. A promise of a guaranteed retirement paycheck for life. A promise that pays off. Learn more at TIAA.org backslash promises pay off. And we're back. A lot of us have driving events in our lives that shape our sense of the world, that helps cement our idea of purpose. Like I said at the top of the episode, I've known Gina a long time, but we'd never really spoken about something big that happened to her when she was young.
1: When I was 11, my father went away on a on a National Guard training trip uh, from California to Jackson, Mississippi. And on the second night of the trip, he was killed by a drunk driver. So his car was, was driving one way, the drunk driver was driving the other way, and it was a head-on collision, and he was killed instantly and he was 38 years old. So pretty young. And not only did I just as an 11 year old, not even comprehend when the, when my mom came into my room and told us the news that that had happened or was even a possibility, but it was our communities, those same guinea pig club people. We were very active in our church. We were very active actually in children's theater, uh, Thank you, Cupertino Jr. players. And it was all of these different communities that came and they showed up. And what I took away from that was one, again, the importance of purpose. Because in my father's short 38 years on planet Earth, he had purpose. He built community around him he brought people together with intention. Many years later, I've had people stop me on the street to tell stories about my father or my sister was in Idaho and she was renting a kayak. And the guy who was working the counter was, was an older man and he's like, Bianchini, you don't happen to be any relation to Gary Bianchini And my sister basically was like, I'm his daughter. And this man with tears in his eyes shared a story about how he was a freshman in high school and was on the football team, was just joined. And he didn't actually know how to put his pads on or anything. And my father, who was a few years older and the captain of the football team, came over without saying a word, put him all right and walked away and basically showed him kindness at that moment. And, and the guy actually, all these years later, teared up and you could take away from this story. And then my sister sadly had to tell him that he was dead and you could take away the story. Oh, it's about kindness. We should just be kind to people. And that's not actually the moral of the story. The moral of the story is it's not just about an individual, individual action. It's something bigger than that. So walk us through the Purpose 30. The Purpose 30. 30 minutes, 30 days, six questions. Okay. 30 minutes, 30 days, six questions. The most important thing with the Purpose 30 is that it does not involve devices. You do not have to throw your phone in a lake You do not have to like delete all of your accounts. You just have to put your phone in a different room. And by the way, also your iPad, also your Apple watch, also your laptop. Like this is a pen and paper activity because the research is also really clear that pen and paper is very different than like, oh, I'll just put it on the notes app on my phone. The notes app on your phone is not helping you find your purpose pen and paper help you
0: find your purpose. And that, by the way, Gina, is because finding your purpose in this model involves being able to listen well enough to yourself that you can hear what your subconscious is telling you as well as your consciousness, right? Yes, it's beautifully put. So (laughs) then the second thing
1: is carve out time when you're not distracted and that you have the most energy. So I love morning pages and I love the morning because that's when I have, all my creative juices. For other people, it might be late at night. But the point is that you are carving out this time, you are putting it in your calendar, and we're only talking about 30 minutes. The third step is get your favorite beverage. That can be tea, that can be water if you're just really focused on hydration. It can be a cocktail if you want. But the point is that you have 30 minutes away from your devices, Away from other people. This is one time you're be away from other people, and then you have your favorite beverage. Then, next step, sit down with paper and pen. I have six questions in the purpose 30. And they are focused on your future, not your past. When you start to think about your purpose as a practice, you want to focus on the future. Number one. What are three things that you are able to do in the future that you are not able to do today? Number two, what are three things that you've accomplished? Number three, what are three things that you have taken a stand for? Now, remember, this is like 10 years in the future. You're looking back on your life from the future. These next three questions are ones that get really, really interesting. What has changed in your world for the better in the most unexpected or surprising ways? This isn't just you. This is about the world that you are operating in. What does your physical community look like? How do you spend your time during the day? What does that look like? And then the last two questions of our six are, what have you done to bring people together? Who have you brought together? And what are three things that they can do in the future that they can't do today? And the reason these six questions are this meaty is because you have 30 days to go through all of them. This purpose 30 is about making the space for you to dream. And to do so with a beverage that you love and are looking forward to, and paper and pen that are freely available, and celebrating each and every time you do these 30 minutes, doing it for 30 days. And look, if you happen to keep doing it, great.
0: If you don't, that's fine too. I think that kind of self-reflection, that self-reflection that is automatically laced with optimism by virtue of the fact that you are thinking forward to a future that hasn't existed yet and so you haven't messed it up yet. A critical tool for living a living a realized life. So I've got a final question for you because we're we're ending our time together already. Um, and it's the obvious question. You know what's your purpose? Fundamentally, it is to bring to life
1: a much more positive meaningful relationship that we have with others through the power of technology. How we create and scale beautiful, meaningful digital communities and digital cultures through this intersection of purpose, community, and technology. (laughs) I believe that the world bends towards smaller communities where we can build real relationships with people. That's what it's been in the past. And I believe that that is the best, most rewarding, and and candidly, the most
0: innovative future. That was Gina Bianchini. Learn more about her work at Purpose.co. And this is our last new episode of 2022. Wow, a year goes fast. So this week on Office Hours, come for a holiday check-in. What are you looking forward to? What are you grateful for? You can find us on the LinkedIn news page Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern or drop an email to hellomonday at linkedin.com and we'll send you the link. Now, has this show helped you? If so, drop us an email or even better yet, write us a quick review wherever you listen. Your efforts help us grow this community and we thank you for that. Hello Monday is a production of LinkedIn News. Sarah Storm produces our show with mixing by Joe Georgie. Courtney Koop is head of original programming. Dave Pond is head of news production. Michaela Greer and Victoria Taylor help us realize our purpose. Our theme music was composed just for us by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder. Dan Roth is the editor-in-chief of LinkedIn. I'm Jesse Hempel. We'll be back right after the new year. Thanks for listening.